0: Hello, welcome to Just Bloody Post it Notes, my marketing thought for the week. You know those top three fantasy dinner party guest questions that people get asked about in interviews, like who would you invite, dead or alive? Absolutely anyone. Well, Claudia Winkleman would get a seat around my imaginary table. The Strictly host. Maybe you don't know who she is. Claudia presents Strictly Come Dancing, which is a huge show here in the UK. She's very smart, very funny. Even her fringe has a sense of humour. She would definitely bring the good gossip and eat pudding. She's part of a pioneering female presenting partnership on saturday night tv i love her i'd care what claudia thought of me if she were to think of me which is highly unlikely so i've kind of created this post-it note for her or to her it's my half of an imaginary dinner party chat we'd have called why claudia Winkleman is wrong about instagram Now, Claudia was interviewed by The Times the other week around the new series of Strictly Starting and she said of social media, I hate the language of it. I hate likes and follows. It's nonsense. It's like throwing a sock into space. It's a waste of time. I say it's never a post. It's a boast. I want to be with my kids. Claudia said similar things about social in columns in the past and I agree that spending time in a mindless scroll is not a life well spent. I'd like to talk to her though about how people, women and all kinds of people who may not usually be heard, are using it to build connection and create opportunity and how the scorn that others pour on social media users can make you feel just really a bit shit about the fact that you're trying to understand and optimise Instagram, for example, as a marketing platform, or to build a personal brand upon which you could launch a business or get a book published, whatever it is that you hope for. I'm going to say this about 100 times while I'm podcasting. I'm no great supporter of Facebook and Instagram. I'm not here to promote the use of either platform, but I am 100% up for encouraging people to get their message out there without fear of judgment in order to create opportunity. Why does this feel a little personal to me? I used to be a journalist. I worked for the BBC, like Claudia does, and then took seven years off to be a full-time mum much us time spent with my kids. The balance swang too far in that direction when it was time for me to go back to work because I felt I desperately needed it for my sanity. I had no professional network whatsoever. A few email addresses maybe, but to all intents and purposes, I'd gone completely dark. I had no recent body of work to share, no status or currency, favours to call in, And coming back from that can feel like a mountain to climb. What I could do from home on my own time, playing on my own skill set, was start to build an audience on social media to educate myself about marketing and comms and discover and build relationships and connections with like-minded, similarly ambitious and encouraging women. So I've said it. My experience on social media has been overwhelmingly positive. Even if this is not the prevailing wisdom, it's part of the story. It can be a good thing. If I was being bold, I'd say that a very famous person perhaps can't relate to that lack of status and how it might limit your options for accessing fun, satisfying, well-paid work. I too am very privileged, but I'm still grateful for the opportunity For that free space to fill with my own content with no barrier to entry, no commissioning editor, no publisher or anyone else telling me I couldn't and shouldn't post what I want to. I could have done with an editor a few times probably, but we all learn from our mistakes. Anyway, growing an audience of people... Who are into what you do and might potentially further support that by booking, buying, or working with you in future is a powerful earning tool. It's actually difficult to avoid now if you'd like to get into certain jobs. If you want to get in the door with a publisher or get advertising or sponsorship for a project, I mean, wouldn't it be absolutely brilliant if all opportunity was handed out on merit? But face it, if you're a publisher, casting agent, advertiser, who are you going to choose? The person with the audience? proven following a proven interest in what they offer or the person without one so I spend a lot of time making and sharing content on social media extremely little is about my private life and some of it's boasting what else would you have me do be meek and apologetic about my life and work Could someone say that appearing in a magazine to promote your TV programme is boasting? Maybe. They'd be a dick if they did. It's just telling people about what you do so that they know it's okay to talk about your work in public, much better than sitting around waiting for something to happen and someone to notice they probably never will. There's much more to be said in future post-it notes about the right balance between how much time you spend on social and off it, where marketing time is best spent and how much you allow it all to be tied up in your self-worth. But for now, I'll just say don't feel silly for showing people what you can do. Great things can flow from it. Just bloody post it. I'll be back soon. Subscribe to get reminders of the next episode. Bye.